if you are a service-based entrepreneur, then I'm willing to bet that on a logical level, you know perfectionism isn't serving you in your business, and yet you can't quite break free from the habit of getting stuck in perfectionism. And if this is you where it contributes to you struggling with making decisions in your business, then this episode's for you because I am talking about why perfectionism happens and what you can do to break free from it. And that's all coming up here on this episode. So stay tuned. Welcome to Breaking the Entrepreneur Burnout Cycle, your go-to resource helping service-based entrepreneurs break free from burnout. Each week, you'll learn how to identify and eliminate subconscious habits so that you can create a thriving business with greater income, greater impact, and the freedom to live life to the fullest while having your time, energy, and health. This is Breaking the Entrepreneur Burnout Cycle. Hey everyone, welcome into another episode. Thank you so much for spending your Wednesdays with me. Um, I think you're going to like this topic because I think many of us high achievers suffer from this. And I am talking all about perfectionism and the neuroscience of why it happens and what you can do about it. Uh, Although, let's be honest, I'm always excited to talk about the topics because Man, I really love this stuff. I love understanding our brains. I love understanding how our beliefs really can have the power to drive our decisions and actions. Not always great, but also just how we have the power to choose and change our reality. And today I'm talking about this concept of being wrong or this concept of making the wrong choice. And I wanted to talk about this because I've seen how this is a pattern that I've really noticed trips up so many people um, because it creates this immense pressure and this fear of making mistakes. Or in other words, it creates like this fear of saying, choosing, or doing the wrong thing. And while the pattern tends to be worse in entrepreneurship because I think that there tends to be an underlying like financial risk to the choices that we make, I think that the pattern actually is really prevalent and destructive for more than just entrepreneurs. And so whether or not you are an entrepreneur trying to get to the next level or you're you know, just trying to hit your goal, this episode is going to be for you. And I've seen this pattern, not just in my clients and myself, but I've also seen it, um, I still teach at Creighton's PT Lab, and when I teach, one of the things that I see all the time in the students is just this insecurity in basically every single student. And I remember being in their shoes, and like I remember always questioning everything that I was doing where I was constantly in this like freeze mode, right? In this anxiety and asking myself, am I doing this right? Am I thinking about this correctly? And while yes, it is 
a lack of confidence because this is the first time they're doing the skill. What I'm also seeing, though, is that it's more than that. That it's also this deep-seated fear of doing something wrong or saying the wrong thing. And I see this where even during casual group conversations or even one-on-one conversations, they're so hesitant to say the answer that they know is right because they're afraid that they might be wrong. And while I know that this fear, uh, we think that it's because we're afraid of being wrong, that's not deep enough actually because it really isn't about being wrong. If we look deeper at what is eliciting the fear behind the story of I don't want to be wrong, what you're going to find is that typically uh, the fear is elicited by a story of what the brain is making it mean about being wrong. Well, what the brain means it will mean about you and whether or not you are loved, you're safe, or you're accepted. So what the fear is really based on is a fear of how that will make you feel based on what you believe it will mean about you. Like, will it mean I look dumb and get laughed at? Will it mean I get it wrong and that means I fail a skills check or I fail a test? Will it mean that I'm not worthy of respect in my field? And I really wanted to talk about this because, like, I want to challenge this thought of wrong. Because if you're anything like me and the clients that I serve, this fear can sometimes be the very thing that like shoots you in the foot, where it's getting in the way of you moving the needle forward towards your goals. And I see the story of what it means to be wrong just paralyze people uh, because it keeps them in this state of inaction. And so the reality is that if we want to create dream businesses and reach our goals faster and more efficiently, then we need to be willing to really understand what is keeping you stuck and how to eliminate that barrier. And as you will hear from my coaching style and the way that I look at things now, like I am always questioning, says who, right? So when it comes to defining right or wrong, like who defines that? What what premise is that based on? And yeah, I know if you're the logical person, you're probably saying, well, Rihanna, there's definitions in the dictionary, all of that stuff. And yes, there are definitions in the dictionary of what right and wrong technically means. However, where what I'm talking about is more the interpretation of the word. Uh, the interpretation of the word wrong and the interpretation of the word right is actually technically like very subjective and it's defined by the beliefs that we've been indoctrinated in, the beliefs that we've learned as we were growing up in learning how to navigate the world. And the other day I heard this interpretation of a definition of what a belief is on a podcast that I listen to pretty frequently, and that's James Wedmore's uh, Mind Your Business podcast, which if you haven't heard that yet, highly recommend that one. But I was listening to his podcast the other day, and he had this amazing way of describing a belief, and I really loved the way that he stated it, and so I wanted to share that with you today 
Um, but he stated that a belief is this acceptance of a statement or something to be true. And I love this definition so much because that really is what a belief is. It is the acceptance. The acceptance of it, and that doesn't always mean that it's a fact or that it's an absolute truth. It just means that you have accepted this particular viewpoint, this particular definition of right or wrong. Like, I'm sure you can find all the evidence of the contrary um, to what you define as right or wrong. I'm sure you could find people who disagree with you. I mean, just look at the state of our country right now, which we are not going to go into. But, like, that's the basic fact, is that people are fighting because there are differing beliefs of what people see as right or wrong, because it just is not an absolute truth. And you've heard me talk many times, and you'll continue to hear me saying this probably until the day I die, but... We learn beliefs sometimes unconsciously and unknowingly by observing the people around us as we are learning like our social norms and learning how to navigate the world. And we learn beliefs by which we operate in order to, um, in order to remain safe and loved and accepted in a tribe uh, and the tribe being your family and friends, your colleagues. And in the school system, when we think about it, right, if we're adding the primitive tribal ways and the school system together, we've actually learned to look and uh, watch and observe those that we deem as authority figures, right? The teachers, the professors, our parents, um, our more experienced colleagues and mentors on what we define as right as what we define as the right or the wrong way to do things. And we can see how from a young age we've been indoctrinated um, that you need to do things right in order to succeed and that we will fail if we don't, right? Like think about test-taking. You, if you make a mistake on a test, you get a bad grade, which usually equates to negative consequences, such as scolding from your parents, or maybe you don't get into the school you want to get into, whatever it is. Or another example is you say the wrong thing and you're scolded. Or you make a mistake in sports, right? You get benched. And don't get me wrong, like I do believe that we do need some of these dualities, these negative consequences to really push us to achieve and strive for excellence um, because I always believe in improving and continuing to learn and mastering your craft. However, I, I believe that also this story tends to create a constant anxiety and a constant pressure and a constant uh, freeze mode where you literally are stuck in analysis paralysis because you're so busy processing all of the possible negative consequences that could happen. Not will happen, but could, right? And that is when I really think that this is getting in the way of people uh, not only having freedom, 
when they become entrepreneurs, but also it gets in the way of them building a thriving business because it starts creating self-sabotaging because you're not doing the things that will move the needle forward. And in addition to not doing the things that will move the needle forward, you sometimes are also energetically putting yourself in a position to not receive because like law of attraction, right? What you are vibrating at, if you are vibrating and energetically at this place of fear, well, then you're going to call in all of the situations and all of the reasons and all of the clients that will give you reasons to be fearful. And it's almost like you're creating your own self-fulfilling prophecy. And so the re- what I believe is that if you want to move the needle forward in your business faster, then it really is about learning to trust your intuition and eliminate the story of what being wrong means about you. Because the reality is that in entrepreneurship and really just in any life skill, I don't think that there is a right or a wrong choice. I don't think that there is anything such as failure. Like I, I don't like that word because I genuinely believe that there's only lessons to be learned, um, right? Like I genuinely believe that the universe will either give you the lesson that you need or it will give you what you want. So I don't think that there are failures. There's always a lesson to be learned, a way to improve, a way to help you master your skills and master your trust of your intuition so that it can take you to the next level. And those lessons can only be learned through taking action. And my coach used to always, like I used to be stuck in this fear of being wrong, of making mistakes, of doing all these things, because I mean, I was a perfectionist at a point. And my coach used to always tell me like, Rihanna, confidence is created by having competence. And competence can only be achieved through action. And I love that so much because it is true that action is the only way that you will gain clarity. And it's the only way that you will figure out the right step. Because action is the only way that you will start learning lessons or figuring out what it is that you actually want and getting clear on what your desires are and what your passion is and all of these things. And this episode, right, I sometimes people ask me if this means that our parents or our school systems or whatever it is uh, or whoever it is is more accurate, if I believe that they are teaching us wrong and Look, this isn't to blame your parents or to blame your teachers or to blame anyone really. It just means that scientifically and instinctually, we've adopted beliefs that maybe served us at one point, but doesn't necessarily serve us now. And it's not about deeming it or judging it as good or bad, but it is just saying, okay, is this pattern serving me or is it getting in the way of me achieving what I'm setting out to achieve? And I know now for a fact that 
I think every belief pattern is not a good or a bad thing. It's not something that you can judge because at one point, that belief pattern most likely served you. And it most likely had some form of a payoff or you wouldn't be continuing it, right? Like the pattern of removing your hand from a hot stove. Like if that pattern didn't pay off, well, you would still be putting your hand on a hot stove. Like, and that's an extreme, I understand, but that's the basic premise that every belief pattern holds some form of a payoff, uh, whether or not we realize it. And the chances are that many of the beliefs that served us before, right, like getting everything right on a test means good grades, which then means you have a really awesome GPA, which means opportunities open up. That's a positive thing. And the chances are that the beliefs of always being right and having, uh, being prepared and being smart about things, that that served us up until now. And now as you're trying to build this business, it's creating self-sabotage because they don't necessarily serve you anymore. And it's keeping you stuck in this perfectionist mode. And the reason it's so powerful to really understand that definition that James gave, which is that a belief is the acceptance of something to be true, is because acceptance indicates there's a choice. And it's powerful to know that our brains have neuroplasticity, meaning we have the ability and the capability to change. So we have the choice to choose and to change. And we get to choose whether or not we are going to continue accepting this belief and this definition of wrong and what the story is of what it means to be wrong. And we get to choose if we keep that or not. And I know it might not seem like you have a choice, especially when you might be in the fields where you're feeling a fight, flight, or freeze response. And I know how uncomfortable that can feel. And I completely understand that, especially when it's happening subconsciously, that you don't even realize that this is the story perpetuating that. Um, and I used to think that we don't have a choice either. And I used to feel that same way too. And I honestly, like funny story about that is, I used to get really upset when my mom tried to hint to me, um, like she would tell me things such as, you need to think positive because uh, you need to think positive or you need to smile more, whatever it was. Because at the time, like I didn't actually understand that she wasn't just discrediting what I was feeling, but she was actually just advocating for me and trying to indicate to me and have me understand that I have the power to choose my thoughts. And I see that now. It took me to take neuro coaching to realize that, but I see that now that we have the choice to choose our thoughts. I have the choice to choose my thoughts and so do you. And look, once I started to harness the power of my own thoughts and my own beliefs, that is when everything changed. That is when the stories that were no longer serving me stopped getting in the way. That is when I stopped getting triggered every time uh, an obstacle came up 
in my way because I didn't see it as an obstacle anymore. And the same can be true for you. But the reality is it can only be true for you if you train your brain to do so. And if you're tired of having the same automation run the show and continue sabotaging you and continue keeping you in circumstances that you are in now, then I would highly encourage you to reach out. Let's have a chat because let's figure out what it is the story, like what your story is that is keeping you stuck, that is keeping you chained back, and let's eliminate that. Let's figure it out together, and if you're ready to stop feeling frustrated with the way things are, then it's time for you to get unstuck. So if that's something that you are interested in, I've left a link down in the notes where you can click that. It'll take you directly to my scheduling page, and it's a free strategy call. And all it is is to help you gain clarity around what is actually keeping you stuck. What is behind the story of potentially being wrong. It's about gaining clarity about that so that you know how to move forward. So that's all I have for you today. As always, thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in and listening every Tuesday to the episodes. If you could please leave a review and share this with a friend who you think would benefit from hearing this, then let's get the message out to more people so that They can train their brains to create the thriving life that we all wish to see. Um, That's all I have. And until next episode, bye for now.